0: Oh, man, I am so excited. I may vomit. Dude, we are so gonna party. Hello and welcome to episode 34 of Friends Watching Friends. I'm Katie. I'm Megan. And I'm Chrissy. And today we are discussing season two, episode nine, the one with Phoebe's dad, a.k.a. the picture frame guy.
1: A.k.a. (laughs) the
2: Christmas episode. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, for real, there was, like, a bunch of names for this one.
0: There was a lot going on in this episode. It was so weird, because, like, here I am sitting here, like, you know, on the very beginning of May, and there's Christmas trees and, like, coats.
1: I'm just saying that the way that they did, like, the frost and the snow on the windows was so good. It was beautiful. <laughs> like their apartment window how like the snow fell perfectly on all the little panels. It looked so good. I noticed the details.
0: I liked it. Good job, set designers. <laughs> good job. But before we could talk about frost and snow and Christmas and picture frames and all that lovely stuff. We're going to put something like that do, in, do, do, in here if I remember to. We're editing. Do, 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 do. Um, we need to talk about discussion points from episode 33. Yeah, our episode 33. Is... They're episode 9. The one I with mean the eight. list. Yup,
2: the one with the list. So yeah, the motherfucking list!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> we had so much going on t- about this episode, guys. Um, we I'm s- well, we are super excited that you guys, um, come in yeah. and talk and yeah. discuss all these things because it definitely gives us a different perspective for sure. So, there's lots to say. I'm ready. <clears throat> I'm <Okay>. ready. <laughs> SpongeBob. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so, someone said that they use, when someone's using the word just when talking about a job, um, it's just kind of demeaning. It, it can be. Um, and it, they, you know, especially in different kinds of jobs, you have to Really realize that all different positions are um, important and they're all being used for different things and uh, we all have to realize that so you know using that just a blank is probably not a very good thing to say which I totally agree yeah yeah, yeah. Um, there's all these different positions for a reason and none of them are better or worse you know than others because they're all needed so yeah
0: totally agree <laughs>
2: Um, Another person said that they felt really bad for Rachel in this episode, that she was so hurt by what Ross said. Um, And we also got a completely different, um, all the way, you know, to the other extreme of they didn't like Rachel because of this episode. So we had a lot of back and forth. Um, Some people felt bad for Rachel and some people just did not like Rachel.
1: There were a lot of different opinions on this post about like how they interpreted this episode. It was interesting.
2: Yeah, um, this person says that this episode placed her as her least favorite character, and um, for now, and um, that Ross is in this t- their top two, so they thought that Rachel was dramatic, whiny, and self-centered, which I mean, I never really looked at it that way, to be honest, but I'm trying to like see everyone's points of view, and I mean, in a way, I can kind of see it, because he tries to apologize and he tries to make things better but I don't think he just he didn't give enough time to like calm down he he really didn't
1: I like I I understand how somebody could feel that way about Rachel but also at the end of the day making a list like that is just not something that you should do and like (laughs) it's totally okay for her like her feelings are valid you know what I mean
2: yeah so I agree I mean I I particularly don't Think that she was being those things like whiny or anything or dramatic, but I can see, I can see it, though. Mhm. Sure. Um. But yeah, I never really got that vibe right away. Um, until I thought about it, then it's like, okay, I can kind, of, I can kind of understand it, but eh, yeah. Um. Yeah, but a lot of people don't like Rachel. in the in this episode or in the series really some people are not huge Rachel fans here and there um and it begins here they said
1: I think um um, not sorry to like keep interrupting you but how dare you (laughs) so like Rachel's definitely um not necessarily one of my top like two in the group of friends if I have to put them in an order
0: which you will have to because that's what I know
1: but I just want to, like, to the people who viewed her this way, I just want you to, you yourself, take a moment, come out of, like, just watching the episode and put yourself in Rachel's shoes and honestly think how you would feel if you found a list of things about you that was all of your insecurities Every single one of your insecurities was written on a list that the person that you thought that you loved
0: wrote about you.
1: And And, honestly, like, honestly think, do I still feel that way about her? I, I, like, I, I'm not trying to, like, disregard anybody's opinion, but I think that sometimes people, and like, this is probably just because we're, I mean, we're literally picking apart every episode of of friends, right? So, like, we're kind of looking at it with different lenses because we're, like, deep diving into every single episode. But I think that sometimes people just, like, too surface level look at it, like, oh my gosh, get over it. Like, you're being whiny. But, like, honest to God, put yourself in her shoes. And I don't think that you would say that you wouldn't be mad.
0: Well, because... Or upset, also you know? Like, that's a yeah. really
1: shitty thing to do.
0: Also, in the episode we're about to talk about today... Ross is like, well, would it make you feel better if you made a list about me? And then she does, and he's like, yeah, that kind of hurts a little bit, you know? And, like, that wasn't even, like, written down. That was just off the cuff. Right.
2: I mean, no one likes to hear about that stuff. Right. I mean, I mean, mean, we're we're all about... We all know our... We all have um, flaws, for sure, right? Yeah, for sure. And we all know them anyway. So, like, for someone else to, like, point them out, it's like, yeah, thanks, uh, you know... I already know that that's not the best part of me, but thanks. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm glad you think that,
1: too. (laughs) But, but like, I feel like
2: it's easier to say outside looking in that she's being whiny.
1: Like, I I think it's
2: easier to be like, oh, my God, like, she's taking this way too, you know, far, way too serious. And it's like, yeah, okay, maybe so. But it would take me a little bit of time to be like, uh, like, have to get over the fact that, like, yeah, I have flaws and people see them, too, and you know, I don't like hearing
1: about them. Like,
2: right. So I think it just takes time. And he's just not letting it take the time it needs.
1: Right. I'm a firm believer in, um, like, everybody's feelings are always valid. Like, just because you don't view something that way, or you personally don't see it that way, like that doesn't negate their feelings. And because I hate whenever I'll you know like I'll be in a situation and I'll be really upset about something and somebody will just be like like it's fine just get over it and it's like no my feelings are valid like I'm allowed to be upset about this I'm allowed to be mad about this I'm allowed to be sad about this and like I feel that way for everybody and like for Rachel like her feelings are so valid in that last episode and honestly so are Ross's like they're both in like they I I don't know
2: I don't know no, kidding. I agree. I mean, it's both. Like another person said, this is interesting to go along with that. What you're saying, um, they they feel bad for Ross in this episode. Um, she says that, that Rachel doesn't give him a chance to explain, and he does have a perfectly good explanation, but he doesn't. She doesn't give him a chance. So, like seeing both yeah. sides, like you feel bad for Ross, or you feel bad for Rachel. Like it's just a shitty uh, situation anyway. Like <laughs> the whole thing. But I mean it's okay you did something everyone makes mistakes we mm-hmm. get it but like it's okay yeah but like you know give it time to settle and it, it it'll be fine like this is nothing to not be friends with someone over or something like I can see that but yeah
1: like, they'll come around give it time and I think that this just shows that like communications literally everything in a relationship whether it's a friendship whether it's like a romantic relationship Literally, communication is key. Always.
0: Always, always, always. For sure. It's not always easy.
1: No, it's not. And I think that, like, seeing this side of their relationship makes their relationship feel more real. Because, yes, leading up to this last episode... I wanted it to work out perfectly for them i had faith in the fact that like oh my god they finally kissed in the cafe and everything's gonna be great but then like it grounds you into reality where it's like these people are not perfect they make mistakes and that's why this show is so good you know what i mean
0: the fairy tale everything works out
1: exactly and um i had a i had like another conversation like in a message with um someone shout out to tam because i was talking to her but um we were talking about how like i think that there are quite a few people out in the realm of friends fans where this episode is the very tip of the iceberg with like The hatred towards Ross, not that this is why people do, because I know there were a lot of comments on the discussion that said this is not why I hate him. But I think that this like begins the trend of potentially disliking him and also kind of begins a trend of forgiving Chandler for everything. So it's like people love Chandler's personality because he's funny, he's hilarious, he is the jokester. So when he does something bad, people are much easier to forgive him over Ross. Because Ross is the sensitive guy that doesn't necessarily have the one-liners that make you laugh all the time. He's very real, and he's sensitive, and he's a romantic, and he's he's just a very different personality type than Chandler. And because of those two very different personality traits, people love to hate Ross and people love to love Chandler, even though they both make the same mistakes and do the same types, like have the same types of flaws. Chandler's always forgiven and Ross is never forgiven.
2: Well, let's, I mean, think about it because that's an interesting point because people like being happy. Who yes. doesn't like being happy, right? Of course. Right. So when you think of Chandler, you think of he makes me laugh. He's a funny character. Mm-hmm. He's you know he's he's not, you know he's cute. He's nice to look at. He's mm-hmm. um, you know a good friend sometimes and all those things. Like you feel more sunshiny when you think about Chandler. Or you watch him on the show, and when you think of Ross, he's usually well, so far anyway. He's been depressed
1: mm-hmm. with
2: you know everything in season one that happened. He's been kind of glum. He's been pining over Rachel for so long. Like he's just emotional in every yes. which way. And a lot of people don't like to deal with emotions and want to think about that. Like when you're watching a TV show, you want to chill laugh. and yeah. laugh and whatever. And Ross's character as of right now so far, he doesn't make those emotions happen. Chandler yeah. does. And but yeah, I totally agree Chandler's it was Chandler's idea. And like I said in the last episode, it's kind of like um, you know, the logical thinker in him he's he is the you know the numbers guy, you know, yeah. and I'm married to a logical thinker, so it's I'm familiar that it's like, well, this is how I would fix any other problem, so let's write things down and black and white sort it out figure it's very a personality thing, period yeah, <clears throat> yeah and yeah, it's just. You i
1: know, just thought you know, it was an interesting yeah i thought it was an interesting perspective as to like why chandler is so loved and ross is so hated throughout and and again like this is me coming at it from what i've seen so far but also talking with somebody who has seen all of it without giving me any spoilers so it's like i i'm just interested to see how it goes because as of right now i like ross more than chandler still so like but it's really hard for me it's like there's so minuscule differences you know like to put them one through six like saying somebody's number six does not mean that I dislike them it's just like like you like that's kind of where I'm at right now too where it's like I love all of them for different reasons but um yeah I don't know it was just an interesting conversation to have because you know I'm I was bringing up the fact that like um hey guys this was Chandler's idea like why is everybody hating on Ross over this like I get that he went along with it but like We need to acknowledge the fact that, like, all three of the guys did this. Even, like, even the fact that I'm leaving Joey out of it, like, I love Chandler and Joey, but, like, all three of them did this. Ross did not have to go along with it, but when you're in a situation with your friends, of course, there's peer pressure. They just start writing this list, and yeah, he's just gonna, like, join in on the fun, but, like, none of them are perfect, and I just think that that's why this show is so good so far, so...
2: Totes agree. This person actually said it really quickly and really, like, you know, spelled it out simply, and I really like it. She said that, um, she's not a Ross fan, but I actually don't mind him in this episode. I think all three guys share a portion to blame for the list, and I think Ross made a foolish mistake, which hopefully he will learn from. Period. Like, right. That's what's going on, and, you know, you'll learn from it, and Ra- or Rachel eventually, she'll get over it. I mean, it, it's not something life's to You're graved about, your grave about yeah. you know?
0: I think, yeah, I just think it takes time.
1: That's what life's about. Like, you're, you're going to make mistakes, and you're, as long as you learn from them, then it's fine.
0: Learn from them, write them as best as you can. And move on. And move on. And hopefully you move on with people who are willing to move on with you and see that you learned and grew from your mistakes
2: hmm Amen. Amen. Agreed. Um, this is kind of a fun one. Um, he said that the starting scene with the trio eating pizza, the guys eating pizza, is 100% how me and my male friends talk about stuff like that.
1: So it's, <laughs> Was that Vinny? Because I think I yeah, read that yeah. comment. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, it's so
2: funny. very true because all the guys I've talked to, like Matt says it big time with that episode. He's like, I love that part because it's so accurate like women are so like that and men are so like that like that's exactly how it would happen with my male friends like done and then, then I kissed. kissed her tongue
1: yeah, tongue, yeah. cool, cool. cool. Like that's,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's it done and then, like women are like oh my god details like how did he touch you and how did he it's like oh my god like it's totally true it's so funny oh, man. um what so else do we got here? Yeah, this said that this this post should have been called the one with the motherfucking list. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, it's just fun totally. to say. Come on. Right now, if you're listening, say it. Say it yourself. Yeah. You'll get a giggle. That's right. <laughs> say it. Say it out loud. <laughs>
2: Um, there's a lot here, but a lot of people talked about things that we've discussed already. So it's not like I'm you
1: know, great, taking links. you guys out, <laughs> yeah,
2: or anything. Um, but yeah, we're we've kind of just touched on such a thing. Um, oh, a great quote that we missed was um when Rachel says she's not Rachel instead of not Rachel, like she obviously thought. <laughs> Like, that was a typo, obviously, but...
1: <laughs> Do you remember how the list said that you're ditzy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, oh, okay. there you go. Uh...
1: Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. Um, Rachem. Yeah,
2: and then a lot of people were like, this was the Thanksgiving episode, what? And, then yeah, agreed.
0: Agreed. We're all learning that, here. That was,
2: that was the episode that was pretty weird. Um, but anyway, that's pretty much uh, the uh, grand gist of everything. Um, a lot of people had their uh, many opinions on this episode, and we love to read them. Keep going; they're so fun. Yes, we love to interact with you guys. So bring them on. But yeah, thanks for that. We had forty six comments, guys.
0: Holy Whoa! Crumb. Whoa! That's awesome.
1: That Thank means you. people had some opinions. <laughs> yes, they did. But I liked it.
0: Motherfucking opinions! <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right do you know Actually, how dumb it is? oh what? god wait
2: oh no it's, it's really what? silly but carly and discord just said trash the thanksgiving episodes are the best the real ones are the best <laughs> totally agree the agree. real ones are the best this other one i don't even know it's
1: i'm disappointed cool. to be like you know ripped off from one of them yeah because they're all so good so i don't know like have to, to wait for a whole other year well well yeah but you know what i mean (laughs) still
2: yeah for real they're literally known for the thanksgiving episodes for sure and this we totally got ripped off just
0: saying (sighs) anyway all they did was mention thanksgiving for mocklet yeah that's literally it mocklet i love how none of us have had mocklet but we're like it just like
1: (laughs) thinking about it makes me want to like puke just sounds gross (laughs) I mean, Monica was like, I love how it bubbles. So, like, if something is <laughs> bubbling in my mouth, chances
2: are I'm not going to like it.
1: If it's not Pop Rocks, I don't want it bubbling in my mouth. Right, right. <laughs> so,
2: and it crumbles and bubbles. No, thanks. Like, I eat everything. We all know this. Like, there's not something I won't try. But that just, I don't know. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Anyway, hey, hey, Kate. Hey. What time is it?
0: fa fa, 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 for Jazz hands. Also, Carly said that there's Oreos that Pop Rocks in Yeah, we've had it. I know. I was gonna say we've had it, and I didn't taste the Pop Rocks. Yeah, they didn't.
1: They didn't do anything.
0: So just buy regular Oreos. Don't waste your time. Trolls
1: Oreos are a joke, even though they are super cute looking. So I mean, there's always that. Yeah.
2: I really like the Oreo Thins. Like I'm not a huge fan of the regular Oreos, but the Oreo thin ones, those are solid.
1: I like them actually. Yeah, I like double good. stuff or nothing. Well, yeah, that's that's also delicious. But.
2: <laughs> You're double stuff. I don't know.
1: I love all yeah. the Oreo flavors. Some people have like beef with it, but I love whenever they come out with new ones. Yeah, I'm all about trying them. Anyway,
0: yep. yep. Anyway, so on your mark,
2: I know. French Fries you.
0: Get set. Go phoebe's dad is
1: the guy in the picture frame her grandpa is also albert einstein and then um uh uh oh rachel says a ross uh, says a list about ross and it's christmas 11.95 oh i thought i had way less
0: time than that (laughs) you had way more time than that all right ready yeah Go! Phoebe's trying to find her dad, and her grandma helps her and eventually gives her little bits of information, but then she can't even do it. And Chandler and Ross don't get to go Christmas shopping, so they give everybody crap out of their car. Um, yep. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. All right I let the timer go until you stopped
1: laughing, which was 14 and a half seconds. See? <laughs> right? Right on the money. You got it. You got it. All right. Are you ready?
0: Yep. Chrissy's always ready. And
1: go!
2: Phoebe's dad's a kite flyer with the kid and he goes (laughs) to graduation. And we meet Phoebe's grandma and she has a a yellow cab. Um, Mr. Trigger is creepy and funny and they have a super hot Christmas party. Uh, oh my god. Uh, it's gonna be done anyway. <laughs>
0: I miss so much. Cookies, Christmas party, oh yeah, radiators. Well, the cookies, yeah. Cripes. Alright, well, we'll get to all that in our. Soon this! Bring it to me. Alright, so we start
2: in Monica and Rachel's apartment. The girls are making cookies for the Christmas tips for uh the mailman, the superintendent and all these people. And Joey and Chandler are like, um, what are you doing? Why? And they're like, Oh we're, um, cookies are great. They sell they show that you care. And yeah, we're broke, so this is what we got. So um they end up tipping them. The mailman does not like the cookies. He like stomps on Christmas ornaments that Monica's mom sends her. The boo. And yeah, <laughs> the the newspaper guy like smashes the cookies in the newspaper and yeah
1: um so is it like actually a thing to like tip your mailman
2: yeah it is i never do though i feel kind of bad but i don't ever talk to him so
1: (laughs) i never do like like i don't think that my parents ever did either like my mom sometimes in the summer will like offer him water or like in the winter like a hot chocolate if she has it or something like that but like I don't think that we've ever, like, tipped our mailman.
2: I think that's, like, a thing, but we never did either, I don't
1: think. I don't remember. That seems weird to me. Like, I understand businesses doing it because, like, you, like, get a lot of mail and a lot of packages, you know? So it's not, like, your house where, like, you're just getting the normal day-to-day stuff. It's, like, a business where it's, like, more I get that, I've but never it's just not kinda... my mailman here. I know me either. Yeah, I don't <laughs> mail- really
0: ever see him. And like now with Person. how many
1: different delivery people there are, like it's our Amazon driver, our UPS driver, FedEx driver, mailman. Like, listen, they're all I'm getting got...
0: cookies. I can't afford
1: that. Right? Like, I gotta <laughs> yeah, get gifts for my friends and family. <laughs> like, what
0: the heck? You know what? My friends and family are getting cookies because there's too many of them, too. Also, like, tipping Sprig-
1: your, like, maintenance person
2: what i mean i've heard of that like i've heard of people doing that but like i don't know many that do i don't know like eh, i never Uh, did
1: so i don't know that's a no for me and i'm not like a cheap tipper by any means like if we go out to eat or anything like i know to like tip your server because that's what they get paid by but like I'm not tipping everybody and their brother whenever they, like, for people who get, like, normal wages, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, unless Carly, unless I know them and, right. like.
0: That's what Carly pointed out, unless you know them really well. But then it's, like, a present, not a tip. Right. It's, like, because I. It's, we're, like, we're oh, friends. because
1: I know and like you, I'm going to give you a gift. It's not, like, oh, it's your Christmas tip. I don't know. I just don't get that.
2: Can I also say something really fast here? Yeah. I really don't like... Okay, and I'm, I was a server, so I'm allowed to say this, servers, by the way. I am allowed. But I really don't like if you go to dinner or whatever and you have to tip your waitress Now, Okay, if they deserve it, great. But if, like, I'm required to tip them. And you have to do a shit job or whatever, like, why is it my responsibility to tip it your employee? Be, right. You have the employee. You employed them.
1: You pay them. Why is it Probably. my responsibility as a customer to pay them? This is a, like, United States thing.
2: I know. I know. I, uh, totally. Because this is not how it is in other countries. <laughs> it's because and America doesn't
1: like much. to properly pay its workers. But that's a whole other conversation.
2: <laughs> but, like, that's, like, it's not my problem or like when i used to serve it's not my customer's problem to pay me like right. they didn't employ me they're just here to eat <laughs> and like no, enjoy really. themselves I why know. do they have to pay dish out an extra 10 20 bucks depending how much they order on you know my wage like that's not not uh, whatever that's another story but that's just my mm, thing yeah you know, like, like if you're waitresses gonna waitresses should appoint- not be
1: getting paid like a third of what the minimum wage is, or some shit. No, it's ridiculous. Like, that's absolutely
2: ridiculous. And they like, so I, if I go to dinner, I shouldn't have to be like, if I don't want to tip, it that shouldn't be a big deal. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it should the just most be. Part, like I, yeah. If they were like exceptional or something, like that, should really be like, if you want to, you can. Okay, great. But now it's like, not now. It's always been like this, but like it's like you have to tip and if you don't you are a big piece of garbage like you are a piece right. of shit <laughs>
1: so like which like i under yeah. like i i understand the mentality because like it is ridiculous and horrible what those people get paid hourly but like we want them to get paid we want anyway. them to get just get the money like the employer should just yes give yes. them the money
0: <laughs> they should just make that amount per hour we have a friend um from new zealand and she told us like tipping is almost, like, not an insult, but it's, like, not really, like... It's, it's not like, a thing. It is just and, not a thing. Unless they have Above and Beyond Service where you're like, wow. You know, I thank you. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, it's exactly what we're talking about. Capitalism, man.
2: Yeah. So crazy. But anyway, enough about <laughs> that. Let's continue. Where were we? Okay.
1: I really don't remember where we were. Uh
2: Cookies. Okay. So, um... Yeah, everyone just kind of laughs at the girls. That they're like, "Oh boy, like, all right, well, we'll try and support you here." So, fine. So they go. We go over to the coffee house, and Ross went some Christmas shopping, and um, he buys a present for Rachel just for fun. And he is like, "Hey, you know, I bought you something. You should open it." And she just stares at him. And he's like, okay, that's great, I'll open it. So he's like, I got you a slinky, yeah! And he like says the jingle and like, is like, remember, are they fun? And she's just like, yeah, I'm not even gonna go there. And he's like, are you still so mad at me for the whole list thing? And she's like, yep, yep, I am. And then just like walks away. So we, then he just gives a slinky to Gunther, which we officially see him again. He has
1: one line,
0: yeah! Is he, who is he again? The owner of the he coffee okay,
1: shop. Okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Um,. Not owner. Well, manager, right. Yes. Yeah.
0: Because he's uh, like, Hold on. Gary uh-uh. <laughs> the jerk is the owner.
1: Uh is it like a thing that Ross gives horrible gifts?
2: I guess so, because the stuff that he bought for everybody was like so sucks. Bad. That especially that weird blouse from the, for his mom. What, what was that? The
1: hell <laughs> Oh my God. I thought the slinky was bad and then he pulls out that fucking blouse that like, slinky what? was
0: wonderful compared <laughs> to that blouse I would much
2: rather have that slinky like yeah I'm gonna play with this bad boy like that blouse was ridiculous
0: The like, hers and hers that? towels were cute if I got yeah 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 but if I got that blouse from my kid I'd be like do you even know me what the hell is this <laughs> <I'd be> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'll be like, Did you include a gift receipt with this?
2: <laughs> I appreciate the offer or and the gesture, but really not. Like really, really not. But anyway. Oh my gosh. So um he then yeah, he then shows the, the gang what he bought for Christmas and it's just a shit show. So the blouse for his mom, it's ugly as hell and the hers and hers towels and a picture frame for Uh, his parents from Ben and Phoebe walks in and she's like oh my god that's a picture of my dad and they're like um no like that's that's the frame guy like that's in every picture that's just you know how the picture comes she's like no 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 like let me show you so she pulls out a picture in her wallet and it's literally like the same type of thing and they're all like trying to tell her nicely like like, um you know that's just that's just the man that they put in like a picture in the frame like that's just you know how they sell them and she's like okay I'm gonna go talk to my grandma so she, like, leaves all, like, hu- you know, upset and goes, and we meet her grandma. So, um, yeah. She's really, it's really fun to sw- see them together because the grandma is just as quirky. And it's, uh, she's a fun character. But she, we, she walks into the apartment and her grandma is <clears throat> updating the phone book. So she has the obituaries in her hand and she's just, like, <laughs> crossing
0: off people who died. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> she's that like she scratches it out of and my mom like, gone oh my god your mom i don't know why she's obsessed with the obituaries so my
1: mom reads the obituaries every time she gets a newspaper because she she was the dental hygienist and she <laughs> looks through the obituaries to see if any patients have died <laughs> isn't that like so morbid i'm so morbid <laughs> <laughs> She oh my so god! I like crazy. it's a thing. She's like obsessed. She's like, I gotta look through the obituaries, and I'm like, what? The?
0: It makes me so sad to look through obituaries. Does like I
2: only will if I know someone is in there. Like, yeah, I have to see their viewing. Like that's it.
1: <laughs> that scene but- just made me laugh because I was like, oh my god, that is my mother. She's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> Uh, so Phoebe
2: asks her grandma about it, and you know she's like, "Can I see more pictures of Dad?" And she's like, "Sure," and she just like pulls out this like giant box of like framed pictures. That's like, "Here's your father at a- in a meadow. Here's him helping a kid fly a kite, and here's him in a graduation, and another graduation, and another graduation." <laughs> and she's like, um, "Is this really my father?" She's like, "Of course it is." And she's like, "Yeah, you're lying." So then she's like, "Okay, you know, like it, w- it was your
1: mother's idea." What's that? I like what she says. And she's like, "Yeah, I smell smoke because someone's pants are on fire." <laughs> she's so like legit,
2: like not laughing at all. <laughs> she's like legit mad. It's so funny. Um, and she's like, "What well, was your mother's idea?" So like, I didn't want to go along with it, but then she died, so I couldn't argue with her. It's not possible, but, you know, harder. Um, So, you know, uh, she's, he is not a famous tree surgeon, and she, that he lives in upstate New York somewhere, and he's a pharmacist, and that's all she knows. Um, But, you know, sorry for lying, but, you know, that's what, that's what's up. And so... Um, Phoebe is then looking at a map and she's trying to find the number for his house. So she's like go- calling all the different, like calls the information, and then she's trying every city in upstate New York, trying to get Frank Buffet, and she's having a rough time. So she gives up, but she's like, "Fine, forget it." Um, Grandma then comes back into the apartment, and she's like, "Hey, are you still mad at me? Like, don't be mad." And she's like, "Yeah, I'm having a rough time finding him. It's just, you know, it's taken a long time." and and she's like, well, I wasn't completely honest with you before. I did, I do know where he lives. And he lives, and she gives the address, like 74, you know, whatever the address <laughs> is. And um, if you hit the Dairy Queen, you've gone too far. So here you go. Take my cab. Bye. <laughs> and so it's like, um, all right. So Phoebe gets excited, and she brings Chandler and Joy with her to um, meet her dad. And Joy and Chandler are going to go Christmas shopping Afterwards. Uh, meanwhile, the rest of the gang is having a Christmas party at Monica and Rachel's apartment. And um, during this time, Ross asks Rachel to write a list about him, and maybe it'll make you feel better. And Rachel's like, No, I'm not going to do that. And she starts like rambling off stuff like, You wear too much of that gel on your hair. <laughs> you don't seize the day. You're, you know, you're whiny and you're obsessive. And she just goes on, and he's like, See? you did it and yeah it's great thanks and Rachel's like yep I'm glad I did it you know I do feel better thank you and she just walks away from him so Rachel or Ross really obsessed over all the list of things that <laughs> that Rachel says like he like goes around asking everybody if he wears too much gel in his, ha- or in his hair and like asks Monica a hundred times if he is obsessive and like just goes crazy about it
0: I think I might be a little bit of Ross <laughs> oh god <laughs> How many times I ask you the same thing and it drives you crazy. I love you so much. You love yeah. Ross. He's your favorite character. Yeah. not totally at me. I, I did too, actually obsessive. Matt yell at me about that too because I would
2: ask him and he's like I said yeah alright and I'm like but you're not g-, like it's like an emotional an emotionless yes like yes <laughs> <laughs> could, mean, I hear like, you. could mean like yeah it's fine but I don't really like it so it's like are you sure? It's like yeah but I'm like but and then I will like, yell at him for yelling at me, and he's like, yes. but "I said yes." <laughs> so like, like I don't know. Like, tell me. Okay. Anyway, so um, Ross then um, their heat is too high, so Ross is like, "I'm gonna turn down your heat." So he tries, but breaks the knob on the radiator. And so the entire apartment heats up very quickly and it gets really hot. So they try and call the superintendent, Trieger, you know, Mr. Trigger to get a new knob, but he says that he can't do it until Tuesday. And Ross is, is, thinks it's because that, you know, they didn't tip him properly. They tipped him with cookies. So, um, you know, that's what's up there. He Actually, Trigger ends up coming to the party and was like, oh, hey, you know, like, I heard there was a party and uh yeah i am going to join it and stuff like that so he's really funny and ross is like just tip the man so we can get the you know new knob on here already and so they're like no like i'm gonna stay on the ground if you don't like my cookies then too bad like we can have a theme party it's fine like whatever so ross is like you know what you think i don't seize the day i'm going to you know pay the man so he like goes over to Uh, Trigger was like hey here you go Merry Christmas this is your Christmas tip do you think we can get a new knob for that radiator and he was like "Uh, no I told Rachel that I couldn't do it until Tuesday sorry and so Ross again gives him like more money and he's like how about now and (laughs) Trigger's really funny and he was like the store is not open until Tuesday am I not saying it right (laughs) and he's like like, oh, okay, fine. And so Monica's like, did you actually like to collect the cookies? He's like, yeah. I love the they really showed you care. They're so personal. Thanks. And then the girls are like, ha-ha, Ross. Um, so anyway, $100 back with Phoebe, for Chandler, and Joey. For real. Here's five back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Phoebe, Chandler, and Joey are still, um, they, they reach the house, but Phoebe's kind of nervous and scared to go in, so they're trying they're trying to like support her and take you know have her take her time, and she goes out a couple of times, but only makes it as far as the mailbox, and and um has has a rough time. So she comes back and is like, you know what? I lost a fake dad today. I don't think, I don't think I'm ready to lose a real one. Like what if he isn't? Like that left. I don't know if I'm ready to meet that kind of a guy yet. You know what if he's not those things? So the The guys really support her and tell her like it's okay that you know she made a big step, and um, you know when she's ready she'll do it and she'll meet him and the guy will be super lucky to have her as a daughter. So they continue, on and they go back to the party. Um, at this point, everyone is sweating, and terrible, like everyone's just like taking turns in the refrigerator and like eating ice chips, and ice cubes, and just like boiling and uh, eventually the party ends and Chandler, Joey and Phoebe walk in and they're like oh, Chandler's like Ho oh, ho 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 holy crap is it hot in here Jeez. <laughs> and <laughs> he's like yeah we broke the, the heater or whatever so um, Joey's like hey do you mind if I just do it and they're like oh yeah sure Joey go ahead <laughs> but really um, Joey just turns it off from the underneath and he's like oh yeah sorry the knob was broke so I just turned it off from underneath I hope that's cool And they're all like, oh, my God, seriously? Like, ah. (laughs) And the last scene is that they exchange Christmas gifts. And the guys didn't have time to go Christmas shopping, so they literally bought all their Christmas gifts at a gas station. So Phoebe gets toilet seat covers. um, Monica gets a package of condoms. um, Ross gets (laughs) a cola and a lemon-lime soft drink. And Rachel gets wiper blades and a new car... Uh, scent smell and I think that's everybody uh, yeah and that's everybody um, so they're all like wow thanks are you serious yeah and then um, <laughs> Monica and and uh, Ross switch gifts so <laughs> Ross gets the condoms
1: and Monica gets the the soft drink <laughs> which is hilarious but anyway that's the episode I okay. liked how they handed Monica the condoms and were like and they're ribbed for your pleasure And she was like, (laughs) really? (laughs) Oh
2: my god, that was so funny. They're they're the best. But anyway, yep,
1: that's our synopsis today. Woohoo! This was a good episode. Um, So, next is characters, right? Yes, ma'am. Do we want to talk about... Phoebe's grandma. Grandma, yeah, Heck, yes,
2: we do. Sure. Uh, so yeah, the, her grandma Frances. Um, her the lady who played her is Audra Lindley. Um, yep, I love her grandma. She's fantastic. Yeah, she's funny. <laughs> she's
0: exactly the person I can see who raised Phoebe. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That was Absolutely. Uh, she's hilarious. She's like kooky enough to like just enhance the natural kooky that i think phoebe already was yeah yeah who goes along with the story of your dad being picture frame guy <laughs> and your husband apparently is albert einstein i mean why- <laughs> what the heck yeah like why wish me luck grandpa <laughs> 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 oh my god that was hilarious Meg literally was like, oh my god. <laughs> that was good. I mean, she's great. Like, she's funny, quirky, like, and,
2: I mean, you laugh a lot with, with her. Like, she just has those great lines. And, like, especially, like, the one that's like, you know, then your mom died, and it was harder to argue with her. Not impossible, but hard. Like, that's <laughs> what I totally would say. Like, what? It's so yeah. hilarious. And,
0: yeah. like, she owns an old cab that, like, Who knows where she got it from because the passenger side doesn't have a seatbelt because the paramedics had to cut it off. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, these stories, like, oh, is this, yeah, this episode is like, I think Monica says it. She's like, how have you not been on Oprah yet to Phoebe? It's like, that's just what their life is. It's just like, and they're just like, well, that's life. Rachel says that. Thank you. We're just going through it, you know? Yeah. They just take what life deals deals them and, you know, they play their hand.
1: Yep. I love love it. it. Alright, oh, oh, we
0: have
2: um, Mr. Trigger is next. Um, we met him once before when Heckles died.
0: Oh yeah, and, um, He was just he like was in the sw- hallway, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. He's like, could have been me. I was sleeping yesterday. <laughs> could have been me. <three. laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like just sleeping I- yesterday. <laughs> like i you don't you you see him here and there or whatever but like whenever we do see him he's got he's hilarious like i laugh out loud to like his lines they're so funny um and especially with the like no the place isn't open until tuesday am i not saying it right like (laughs) (laughs) like jeez that and the like the mistletoe thing like is this that mistletoe? was funny. She's like, "No, that's basil." He's like, "Oh, because if it was mistletoe, I was gonna kiss you," and she's like, "No, nope, <laughs> no, it's still basil." Still basil. <laughs> 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 but like, I love Trigger. Like, you feel bad for him, like, and because he's just like, "There's a party. I'm kind of lonely, so I'm gonna show up." But like, he's funny. Like, you know, it's hot in here. I always
1: stay cool. It's probably because I have so much skin. <laughs> Uh, what? I'm she gonna use that basil line on you. What?
0: <laughs> what? The heck?
1: Ouch! Ouch! No, what the heck? I'm kidding.
2: Uh-huh. Whatever. Maybe. Whatever. Um, but those are like the supporting cast. We have the main cast. We can discuss. Well, Ross and Rachel are pretty much the same. They're still trying to get over the unfortunate incident, as <laughs> <laughs> Ross calls it. <laughs> um i really like how joey and chandler are really supportive of phoebe like they're really even though she took a long time like their their shopping got canceled all those things she um you know tried her best but they were really like weren't mad at all they were really supportive and helpful through that time and they should have been because that's a big deal for her Mm -hmm. but they were really cute and i don't know it's good i
0: totally agree it's so funny though like if I was them, I wouldn't be like, yeah, we'll go along with Phoebe and do her dad thing first and then go shopping. Like, you don't know how long some <laughs> random family reunion is going to take. Well, it'll probably be yeah, like, that, blah, 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 I, blah. Found, I found that really weird too, but maybe it's
2: because she got a car. So like, they clearly all of them don't have cars in right, right. New York. So maybe that's why, but yeah, I totally agree. Like, I thought of that too. Like, why would you go? That might be a while or whatever. Like, I don't know.
1: Hop on that subway,
0: right?
2: <laughs> Unless she asked them to yeah. come along, right? Then if that makes more sense. But if not, like, it's like, um, huh? All right. That's so funny. Um, I guess this episode was really focused on Phoebe.
0: For once, we ha- yeah, yeah, we
2: haven't had a lot of those, um, much at all. For Phoebe, so, so it's nice we meet more of her family and kind of learn a little bit more about her past, just to, just a tad. Um, but you feel bad, and but you understand, like as a parent, like you know, you don't want to see them hurt. And this guy ran out on his wife and kids, so like, yeah, he probably is a douchebag. So like, you want to protect them from that. Right. But again, Phoebe's what in her twenties, mid twenties, late twenties, like. She's not a child. Like, you could probably explain. And, I don't know, whatever. But, like, that
1: that was their thing. I think it is kind of, it's good to show the struggle of, like, being a parent in that situation. How do you handle that with with a child, you know? Like, it's her father, but he's an asshole. But I don't want her to feel like I'm not sharing something with her. It's, but i don't like really a- want her to be hurt by him like i can understand like the reasoning behind where like why this ended up being the way that it was but like it's it's a struggle to find that medium of like you know and, and i'm grateful because i don't have like a fractured family you know or like a like a i don't want to say broken because like Family is what you make it to be, but like whatever society stupidly calls normal family. So like what Phoebe has is her normal and that's fine, but it's difficult in like a, you know, different situation where the father is an asshole and that man is still that child's father and having to find that medium between blocking them from the hurt Of the father or the mother whatever the situation could be and blocking them from the hurt of not knowing it's like this double-edged sword you know and of course the way that phoebe's mom handled it was a super quirky way but it was how she handled it and she did what she thought was best for her heart and for phoebe's heart you know
2: yeah she did i mean like as weird as it is that was her that was her (laughs) decision and that was that like yeah what else can you
0: do totally
2: um but is there anybody else you want to discuss there's not like it was one of those episodes that was not a lot happened with the characters besides phoebe obviously but everyone else yeah. kind of felt like side characters yeah mm-hmm. for
0: sure no i um, think i think we got it covered i think so what's next
1: that means it's my turn thoughts, thoughts and rankings and i gotta pull
0: up our little uh Docker Rooney,
1: little Doc. All right. So, I really enjoyed this episode. I feel like season two has gotten a lot of high scores from me, so I feel like uh, this is gonna get this is this is where our uh, top like five episodes are gonna be like within tenths of a point, <laughs> point from each other soon. Um. But I just thought that, like, the vibe of this episode was really good. It was really funny. I liked Ross and Rachel's interactions. Like, it felt real. The progression from the past episode to this episode felt on par, and I liked it. I liked... um, I loved Phoebe's story. Joey and Chandler were really funny. Monica was probably the most in the background, but, like, her little lines here and there were good. Like, I loved the whole cookie thing and she's still struggling with trying to find a job. She's making it work around Christmas, like I like I guess I wouldn't say that like this episode like blew my mind. Oh my god, I loved it, but like I really enjoyed it. So I think it's probably like a like a solid 9.022. Wow. Wow, indeed. <laughs> i nice. really liked it that's why i'm like shoot man these
0: are gonna be wow i laughed so much during the whole episode meg showed outward emotion Ugh, should i I'm change it i feel like i should no! change no you go with your gut yep gotta go with the gut like barley but like is that too high oh, no you do you i liked it i liked phoebe it's hilarious yeah phoebe's pretty funny um i also really enjoyed this episode i agree that it wasn't like like um a monumental episode but it was very enjoyable um i want to throw it out there that like homemade gifts are the bomb yeah whether it's food hello please anybody send me food at any point in time especially <laughs> holidays, real days um and two just like regular homemade <clears throat> gifts because it's like it's kinda of the they same more. It's kind of the same concept of like if you go out to a store, you pick out something, oh you thought I would like this, that's very nice. But you got the layer of like, oh my god, you took time to like create something for me. That's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So you know what, Jordan Chandler and Ross, poo poo <laughs> on you guys, okay? Whatever. <laughs> um Whatever. I'm gonna give it a seven point nine seven nine. Ooh, I like it.
2: Okay. <clears throat> Alright, so yeah, I like this episode as well. Like you guys have mentioned, it was, wasn't one of those um, big deal standout episodes. Like, no huge um, you know, milestone or whatever happened. However, it was kind of, I would consider it a filler-ish episode because not major thing happened. However, um, it's really funny. Like, it's one of those episodes that really makes you laugh. Um, with like all like the one-liners from the grandma and from Trigger, and um, I think even Joey had some lines and stuff. I like it just makes you laugh. It's great. Um, and it's one of those episodes that's like, yeah, something big didn't happen, but it was still a solid, like solid episode. Um, and I like the fact that we found more about Phoebe and we got to meet the grandma. Like she's cool, so it makes sense. Um, so I'm. I'm going to, I don't know, it's really hard, Er, but I think it's above average, obviously, so I think I'm going to give it a 7.145.
0: I don't know. (laughs) I like it. Okay. That puts
1: it at my seventh favorite episode. And it does not make my top 10. Nope, it's Katie's ninth oh. favorite and Chrissy's sixth favorite. Whoa. Hey, needle. Which makes it our overall seventh favorite. Cool, man. That's awesome. nice.
0: We needed an episode like this after this week. We had a yeah, challenging sure. week. We had a challenging
1: week and it was good to watch a funny one. So if you had a challenging week Watch go watch this episode. this
0: episode also since you are not bound by a podcast <laughs> schedule feel free to binge you know it's <laughs> a great time to binge this show yeah
2: actually my sister-in-law is listening to the podcast uh Corey's wife and she is like oh, i went through all of season two but then, and then I was, like, catching up and everything, and I finished season two because I binged, so I'm, like, caught up with your podcast as well. And she's like, but now it went off Netflix, so she's like, yeah, I'm just basically going to wait until, and she's like, I was going to get it from the library, but the libraries are closed. So now I'm just, like, <laughs> you know, waiting, and I'm like, you know, you could borrow my season three and just continue. She's like, yeah, but you guys do not need it. I'm like, but you're still in season two, so I'm like, you can definitely binge this <laughs> right. before we're done. <laughs> like, no big deal, so but yeah it's easy to binge man it's so easy to binge a show like it really you can't for me it's just weird watching one at a time because normally i'll watch like three or four in a row easy Mm -hmm. like no problem so i feel bad that you guys are (laughs) can't binge
0: it (laughs) well like three in a row would be like almost a normal tv show length now right that's like an hour ish so definitely it is hard to do Rizzle. Chrissy, I need you to give me all the facts.
2: I would love to. Um, there's not a whole lot of uh, this, this episode, but um, they're actually, the ones that we do have are kind of interesting. Um, so, Gunther has his first line. It is yeah. So,
0: woohoo! <laughs> yeah! Moving up
2: in the world! Woo, Gunther! <laughs> Alright. Um, this is an episode where we feature Phoebe's grandmother's. Um, we know that as well, and this is the first appearance of Phoebe's grandmother's taxi as well. Um, again, like you said, Kate, like, you, I wonder where that came from. Like, what story? Was she a taxi driver in New York? And like, did she steal know, it? Did she? Or <laughs> did she steal it? Like, you really? I, I'm like, I don't know. And it's like, it's really old. Like, it's an older looking uh, cab. So yeah. maybe that's what she did in, as her job. Uh, who knows? But anyway. Um this is the first time Ross reveals that he celebrates Hanukkah implying that he is Jewish and um and since you know him and Monica were raised together it's good to say that Monica is too um, but she does have Christmas decorations up so it's kind of like a you know she maybe she they celebrate both like you know Rachel's there too and or just everybody all their friends celebrate Christmas and They celebrate both. I'm sure there's people that do that. So why not? Um, As we all know, uh, the picture that she that Phoebe says "Wish me luck, Grandpa." That is indeed a picture of Albert Einstein. Um, Oh God, so fun! The Christmas song playing in the background when Phoebe runs from outside, where she believes her father lives, is the Christmas song sung by Nat King Cole. In case anyone Mm was, it is such a classic song just makes me think of, like, Christmas, period.
0: It's literally called Christmas Song. Like, I'm pretty sure it's the first ever, you know, like, that's that's it. Christmas Song. That's it. Um, <laughs> Phoebe
2: mentions her father, Frank Buffet, Buffet Sr. Uh, it's the first time we see uh, hear his name. So that is his name, Frank. Um, and this episode marks the first appearance of Phoebe's apartment. We finally see that. And Wait. the first, ap- what's that?
1: Frank Buffet Senior? Yes. So does she have a brother that's a junior? Perhaps. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, I'll get that in my hypothesis. <laughs> Carly. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. That doesn't make sense. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I mean,
2: that could just be his name. Yeah. Right. right? Maybe. Yeah, my name is senior <laughs> <laughs> anyway let's move on okay so that was all the facts we have period yeah like i said not a whole lot happens here um but uh we have a few goofs that are actually kind of funny um this is the first appearance of gladys do you guys recall in phoebe's apartment there is a picture a 3d picture of a of a lady like sticking out of a frame. Yes. Okay. Her name is Gladys, just so you guys know. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um so although we only catch a fleeting glimpse of the apartment number, its number is one sixty three. And but later in the series the number changes to fourteen and then to sixteen.
1: So Hmm. yeah. But they never move. Why did they just not keep it the same? That kind of annoys me.
2: Yeah. They changed it a bunch. (laughs) I don't know why,
1: but um,
2: so, this one is interesting because this is only seen in the uncut DVD version, so it's the one that we watch. Uh, when Rachel is on the phone with Mr. Trieger, she says, yes, it's hot enough to bake cookies. We get a shot of Ross turning to Monica, the bathroom door is closed, and then a few lines later, um, the bathroom door is wide open, yet nobody moved. And then, when Ross says, I'm live North? like bacon, the door is closed again, so... It opens and closes a lot throughout like four lines
0: weird, weird. ghosts um, ghosts but, it,
2: <laughs> but again this is only seen in the uncut dvd version and this one's actually really interesting um phoebe arrives with the cab to take Julian and chandler the cab is dragging a cable if we pay pay attention we can see a cab the a, a cable that's dragging um this is obviously to provide power to the taxi as safety regulations don't allow fueled ve- vehicles on stages, so um, that's that's why we see that. But that's mm. actually kind of cool. Oh. Oh, but normally the cable should not be seen, obviously on TV. But be so Oops. Whoopsies. And last one, which is totally true. But last one is, it is unlikely that Trigger wouldn't have known to turn the radio radiator off from the bottom. He's head of maintenance in the building, so he probably deals with heating and cooling issues every day, probably. <laughs> and it's interesting because, if you remember correctly, the two girls that had that radiator problem, too,
1: oh yeah. a few
2: episodes back, or I think it was season one, actually. Um, yeah, like, Trigger, dude, maybe he just doesn't know anything about heaters, but it's interesting, he's head of maintenance. <laughs> so oh my like. God. <laughs> like, can you imagine, like, your apartment? Your guy just doesn't know. Or he's just lazy.
1: Which is that also could possible. Be.
2: Could be. But, um, anyway, that's all I have
1: today. Hypothesis. Mm-hmm. Phoebe has a younger brother, or maybe it's an older brother. I don't know. She has a brother named Frank Buffet, Jr. <laughs> that's my hypothesis. Junior. Junior. You. <laughs> um... Ross and Rachel are gonna be at it for like one more episode, and then I think that something's gonna happen again. Something's gonna break, you know. Timing-wise, <clears throat> it's Christmas. Maybe Ross will do something for Valentine's Day.
0: Ooh, ooh, snap. I like that. And then they get together. Yeah, on
1: Valentine's Day. Maybe it's
0: Valentine's Day. Hmm. Do mm. you got anything? Maybe they make lobster and that's where the line comes from. Uh, I don't know. That maybe he, he makes her
1: lobster. <laughs> maybe he finally convinces maybe her he to go on a date. convinces Monica to cook them lobster for a romantic dinner. Will Monica have a job? Yes. You think she's going to get one
0: soon? Yeah. Hmm. All right.
1: and phoebe we're gonna meet her dad at some oh that was
0: thank you i was like i had one and i couldn't think of it yeah i think he'll come into the picture yeah we'll we'll meet him sometime i think frank senior
1: senior hmm Mm. hint hint Mm. Mm. phoebe's just filled with surprises that's all i got yeah i like it um we did a lot of quotes today, so
2: I think we, yeah, need we safe did. to say that we can skip that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like our quote section is just going to be diminished, and we're just going to say all the quotes throughout the episode, because that's yeah. really what we've been doing. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's so hard not to. I know. Um,
1: yeah. I think but, we're probably safe to just not have this in, because we just say them all throughout the synopsis, throughout the facts, throughout the characters, um... So it's time for social. I guess that's me. Yeah. I don't know if anybody who's listening knows this, but you can follow us on Facebook at (laughs) Friends Watching Friends Podcast. We also have a Facebook group, and that is where Chrissy posts the discussion posts every week, where we pull our discussion from at the beginning of the episode. Um, And we love reading those. It's a lot of fun. Thank you guys to everybody who does it now. Um, and please continue to do it because we love it. And also you can follow us on Instagram at friends, watching, friends, pod. Chrissy is the only one with access to Insta. So if you have spoilery questions, message us there. And lastly, we have started our Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com forward slash friends, watching, friends, pod. We have all sorts of different levels access it gives you as- access to discord it gives you access to a friend's watching friends t-shirt it gives you access to show notes show notes Chrissy's little fact notes um, also a spoiler chat with Chrissy every month um, so yeah if you guys are interested in that you can check us out. On Patreon and we would super appreciate any type of support that you're willing to give it will allow us to be able to get some better equipment for the pod, keep us up and running, maybe get some merch ideas started we have some fun things planned so it would be awesome
0: oh yeah Oh, yeah.
1: We really want to make a Friends Watching Friends mug since we do the coffee line all the time. So that's definitely something in the works if we can get the funding for it. So
0: Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. Yeah. That
1: and the t-shirt. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Excited.
0: Yeah. Same. And some
1: stickers. I want a sticker for my laptop. I want a sticker. I want a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, yeah. That's all I got.
2: Yeah. Sweet. Um, so, you want to get some coffee? Yes. Yeah.
1: Another <sighs> cup, because I had some already. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, now, what I just heard? Blah, 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 Ready?
1: Ready, Freddy. I'm ready. Uh, uh, I'm ready. All right. Okay, right, here we go. Let's do this.